0: Welcome to Wise Women Speak with Linda Pritcher and Lana Bastianuti, where we give voice to the wisdom in women. Hi, Lana. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm well. Good.
1: You are back from vacation. You have been here, there, and everywhere. I sure have. Uh, across the Atlantic. Yes. and uh, Twice. Yeah, twice. I
0: know. I know. It's been spectacular. Spoiled rotten, huh? Yeah, I can
1: see. Oh, I thank can you. see. <laughs> all the
0: jewels (laughs) yes okay yeah
1: you did spend some time over there with Queenie I know I did I was thinking about when I was uh, on my way here Mm -hmm. about how you've been out and traveling I haven't seen you for a while Mm -hmm. actually and you've been dealing with the outside world a lot. Probably a lot of experiences are coming up for you as you're moving from here and there in different cultures. And so I was kind of curious about your experience there. And, and then I was remembering that you had written this blog post about the illusion of outside inside. Mm-hmm. and i thought it might be really nice for you to share that with people and then you know we could um, we could talk about the illusion of outside and inside
0: okay that that's that's good i'm just going to pull it up here okay so the blog post is called the illusion how the outside world creates an illusion for our inside world okay there is a suspension bridge in jiangjie China that is glass-bottomed, seriously, it is completely made of glass, transparent glass. Those who dare to walk its length soon discover that the illusion of danger created by the glass floor poses a particular challenge to their success in completing the journey. Some find themselves paralyzed with fear or inching along on their belly with eyes clenched. So entrenched are they in the illusion of their circumstances." and it is an illusion. We can see that clearly. And yet for some, it is near impossible to see through this illusion because of the overwhelming visual sensory information that is fueling their fear. And that is key, sensory information. We rely on our senses to, in essence, make sense of the world outside. Here's where it can get tricky though. While the outside world, filled with its atoms and molecules and such, most definitely exists, we forget that it is through our senses that we gather information about our world in order to transfer it to our minds. It is within our minds, then, that the outside world is recreated, interpreted, and experienced through thought and feeling. In other words, the outside world does not directly inform us of what we think and feel about it. Information gathered by our senses is interpreted in our minds through our own particular lens of the world, presented to us as truth in the form of our thoughts and feelings. Have you ever noticed that no two people seem to experience the outside world in quite the same way? It's just not possible. No two people will have quite the same life experiences that help to inform their interpretation of the outside world through their senses. So it is with life circumstances as well. Our feelings cannot be directly attributed to our outside circumstances since there is no direct connection and causation between circumstances and feelings. While it certainly looks like our circumstances causes our feelings, and we even use words to reinforce this notion. For example, I'm stressed because I have a lot of work, or I'm sad because we are moving. All of those are just an illusion. Circumstances are like the glass bottom floor. It may look like the floor is creating the panic and fear, but really, the floor has nothing to do with it. It is only and ever what goes on in the mind and heart that determines what a person thinks and feels about a glass bottom floor or anything else.
1: My experience when you were we're just starting off and talking about the glass... (laughs) Bottom bridge that um, I I had a real physical sensation yeah. of kind of fear and discomfort because I kind of drifted off from what you were saying for a minute because I got involved in my whole world of oh my goodness how would I feel I couldn't do that like I I had sweaty palms and suddenly I was really having this complete experience of what it would be like which was fear yeah. And then as you were talking, I became very aware that, of course, and I know this, (laughs) but it didn't change the fact that what I was doing was I was thinking about what you were saying, and it was creating an illusion of being there, of being on this glass bridge, and then how I thought I would feel. So it is really interesting, just even in the moment of your reading, I had a complete sensory experience that was going on right. in my mind.
0: Right. That just points to the fact that the only thing we ever experience is what's going on in our minds because you weren't in fact on any bridge. No. <laughs> you were sitting in the podcast. Well,
1: I find kind of was in my head. Well, you but, were, yeah, yeah, you were totally. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. you you disappeared from the present moment of us sitting here in a podcast studio. I did, you yeah. transported yourself like Spock um <laughs> onto a bridge yeah. and it was very real because all of your senses then came to life and created that picture in your mind and along with that picture came your thoughts about what that meant.
1: And I had I had no real experience of the bridge. No. It wasn't that really points to what you were saying. Yeah. It's not the bridge.
0: It's not. It's just like a dream. You know, when we have yeah. these dreams and we wake up panicked or, you know, in a full sweat because we've created some imaginary world that's frightened us, Yeah, it's not real. When we wake up, we realize it's not real and that it can't touch us, but it feels and looks so real in the moment because we're experiencing all of it in our minds.
1: How does this impact? Well, we know this from working with clients, Mm -hmm. how this process impacts how people experience the world, how they view their experience almost Mm -hmm. after they've had it. So I thought maybe we should talk a little bit more about that.
0: When you realize that nothing outside of you has power over you, I think that shifts the the playing field for you. Suddenly, you no longer you can no longer be a victim to your circumstances, which is done innocently because you know we're we're constantly reinforced with you know such as the language I use, like she made me feel upset or I'm really mad because this happened. It, none of none of the things outside of us can actually create those feelings. It's it's all processed through our thought systems and what we're making things mean. And when we realize that nothing can directly create a feeling within us except through our own thinking and what thinking we attach to and believe, it's like suddenly you're free. You're free to to create a space between what's happened or your circumstances and what you want to attach to in terms of thought.
1: Yeah, I think that... Um... Thinking for a moment about my experience of the glass,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> can't let go, can you? No. <laughs> it's a now real I'm, one for you. I'm
1: hanging on to that one,
0: <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to shift gears for a minute. Yeah, here. go ahead. So years ago, mm-hmm. especially because you, one of your travels was in Italy. Yeah. Um, it occurred to me uh, that years ago, I went up in a tower, one of the towers in San Gimignano, mm-hmm. and. They had this internal staircase that was uh, all metal, and so you kept walking around and going up and going up. and And my husband and I were going at kind of towards the end of the day, and I was so excited because it's so beautiful looking out over the valleys. and um, And so we kept kept going up, and I forgot that I was afraid of heights. So we looked out enjoyed the view, and then it was time, and it was closing time, too, mm-hmm. and there was no one up there but the two of us, and it was time to go down, and when I went down, I realized that I had, I suddenly looked down, and then I saw where I'd come from, and then the panic ensued, wow. because like the glass, I had another experience. I thought, oh, I'm afraid of heights, and now I'm looking down, and now I have to get down. Well, basically, I kind of um, went butt down <laughs> <laughs> most of the stairs. And the guard at the bottom what a sight. Went, I know <laughs> waited patiently.
0: What was the difference between when you went up yeah. and then when you came down? You had two very different experiences. I did.
1: On the way up, I was filled with excitement about what I was going to see. And I was having really um, excited, generous, open, um, anticipatory. Yeah, of, like, and oh, I can't wait to see to what's, see at, the what's at the top. Oh, my top. goodness, yeah. this
0: is so exciting. I'm in Italy. Like. Yeah.
1: And it was the same staircase. Yeah. On the way down, it was a whole different experience because suddenly I started thinking really fearful thoughts. And Such as? such as, I'm afraid of heights, there's all this space below me, and of course the stairs had, you know, no, it was all, they were all open. It was just metal grate staring. And uh, and so as a consequence, a whole series of fearful thoughts took over. Yeah. And they really took over. And it was remarkable because it was the same space. Yeah, It was the same Italy. It was the same, same tower in G- San Gimignano. It was all... All of that and it was only a few minutes later and suddenly my experience shifted like instantly. And it was being created within me, and I could see that now. So I think if I did that again, yeah, I, I might have some fearful thoughts about that, but it would be a very different kind of experience.
0: What would you say to yourself, like, once you recognize, oh my gosh, you know, I'm only feeling what I'm thinking in this moment, and I'm, I'm panicked right now, yeah. what would you do? Like...
1: I would, I'd realize as I have quite often now, especially when I come up against against something that looks like that to me, is that I realize I'm the thinker. Mm. And that in that is a marvelous kind of choice to think one thing or just to see that I'm going to be okay no matter what. Whatever thoughts I have are flowing through me, and they might be panicky thoughts at this moment or they might be worrisome thoughts, but they're really nothing more than that. And that, I think, goes a long way to ease into the present moment and realize that there's really nothing going on but my thinking. Yeah. It wasn't dangerous. It was dangerous in my mind, mm-hmm. but nothing more than that.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the shifting point is definitely when you ask yourself, is this real or is this my thinking? Yeah, and, and that can shift you and like, oh my God, that's right. It's my thinking. It's yeah. only ever my thinking. It's only ever, yeah. It's it's a tricky one because it can fool you. It's the illusion. It's because the illusion. Because it will yeah. look like it's outside whatever is going on outside and whatever you're seeing. It looks like so much that that's what's creating what you're feeling inside, but it never is. And and that feeling thinking link is is so instantaneous. That you can't even decipher, you know, there's no, there doesn't appear to be any space between them. They come together. Whatever you're, you're feeling is as a result of what you're thinking. They're, they're a pair that come together. And so it's hard sometimes to parse, parse that out and, and realize, oh, that's because I'm thinking frightening thoughts about this, you know, this height level. Yeah, yeah. that,
1: that it therefore is frightening. And well, yet,
0: Whatever you're experiencing. Yeah.
1: And yet my husband, who was right alongside of me, he didn't feel that way at all. So it clearly (laughs) was not the tower. It was me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that speaks to the whole whole idea of stress creating Mm -hmm. your experience, you know, that it's outside in, and it's really not.
0: No, it's inside out. And when you see that distinction, that's where the freedom lies. Yeah. That's so huge.
1: I think for our listeners just to test this out. Mm-hmm. Um, test out your San Gimignano moment <laughs> yeah. or your your glass bridge. Notice that um your experience really is being created in your own mind through thought. Yeah. And it's unique to you and it's not an outside uh, in world. And I think that experimentation piece um, is what's going to uh, make it clear to people who are are listening.
0: Yes. And perhaps not start with a glass bridge. Start with something small, you know. Just start with little things like, oh, the garbage wasn't put out, you know, and you feel annoyed. Well, Is is the garbage really the thing that's creating the annoyance within you, or is it your thoughts about what that means that the garbage is not out? Because you'll find some days it doesn't bother you. Yeah. How can that be? Yeah. You know? So start with maybe small things, don't (laughs) be climbing Mount Everest or (laughs) (laughs) anything else. And and just incremental. Incremental, yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Until you see the illusion at work. Absolutely. It is. It's like thought is like magic. It's like a magic trick. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so ephemeral and we don't see the thought feeling connection until we do. We kind of wake up to it and see it and then we have way more freedom.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Until
1: next time, Lana.
0: See you later, Linda. Yeah,
1: see you later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Wise Women Speak. If you'd like to hear more, please go to wisewomenspeakpodcast.com or find us on iTunes.